Next, the golden days of radio. This is Frank Brzee welcoming you to the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past with the world's most famous personalities. Those memorable moments when everyone listened to enjoy the make-believe world of radio. On this program, we are featuring Eddie Fisher, Milton Berle, and a complete segment from the Fred Allen Show. Once again, we are originating our program from the studios of the Far East Network here in Tokyo. And all the material is from the FEN library. It was Coke time across the nation Monday, Wednesday, and Friday evenings during the 50s. And Eddie Fisher was their salesman. He also did a great job in selling a song, such as this one from his program in September 1954. Candy, I call my sugar candy because I'm sweet on candy and candy's sweet on me she understands me my understanding candy and candy's always When I need sympathy I wish that there were four of her So I could love much more of her She has taken my complete heart Got a sweet tooth Oh, my sweetheart candy It's gonna be just dandy The day I take my candy And make her mine, oh, mine The day I make my candy Milton Berle was another comedian who began his career in vaudeville and during the early 40s entertained listeners across the nation with his radio program, Let Yourself Go. It wasn't until 1947, when his TV show, The Texaco Star Theater, began on NBC television, that he became the number one entertainer in America. 8 to 9 p.m. on Tuesday nights became Milton Berle time. It was then that millions of viewers referred to him with the affectionate title, Mr. Television. Here's a rare treat from an Armed Forces Radio Service Command Performance Program in the 1940s. Here is Milton Berle. <laughs> wonderful, Milton. You should have been twins. <laughs> I was. My mother threw away the wrong one. You know, I... <laughs> My mother... These are the jokes. Let's face it now. <laughs> Laugh at them now. Figure them out later. <laughs> I have to do this for a living, you know. I got a new racket. 
I smuggle baseball players into the polo ground. <laughs> how about that baseball? How about that team? I heard that DeRosha is going to sell the team. Really, I just read an ad in the paper. It says Macy's are going to have a giant sale. <laughs> And today, those Giants lost 11 in a row. Uh, uh, I'd like to lose 11 in that row. They're not laughing, Tom. Now, get with it, please. I, I'm not replaced for 30 years. You can be replaced in 30 seconds. I like that deal I made with NBC. I've got another 30 years to go on television. I'm so happy about it. I, I feel like Errol Flynn on a raft with Phil Spitalny's orchestra. <laughs> I gained on you again My whole family Is very happy about the deal Even my brother Frank Now you take my brother Frank I wish you would Now he, Ever since he was old enough to work He hasn't My mother used to say to him Frank, learn some kind of business So at least we'll know What kind of work you're out of I don't want to say One, two, three This is for free I don't want to say that my brother Frank is lazy, but when he heard that Judy Holliday won the Academy Award, it made him so happy. He loves her name. It has a holiday in it. I'm only kidding. No, I'm only kidding. Clever stuff? Funny material? Huh? So how come I'm back on radio again? I love I love radio. I, I used to be in radio myself until I got wise. And what a program I used to have. In fact, when they took the last rating of my radio show, they found out that 50% of the people in the studio weren't listening. <laughs> I had a wonderful program. I was on for Serotan. I was on from 9.30 till 9. Which joke are you working on? I had audiences every week laugh. I thought they'd never start. But, but I miss radio. I, I really do. I used to love to listen to old radio. I mean, this is the new type sparkling dialogue radio. I like those old commentators. Uh, they're so exciting, like H.B. Calvin You say, good evening. This is H.B. Calvin <laughs> Sounds like he backed into a hot radiator. <laughs> I really miss those old things on the radio. And then there was Gabriel Heater. He's around. He says, ah, there's good news tonight. <laughs> and Walter Winchell... He says, good evening, Mr. and Mrs. North American, all ships at sea. This is Mrs. Winch's bad boy, Walter, broadcasting you from the Waldorf in Rita Hayworth's suite. Flesh, a flash, flash. <laughs> now, those are the things I miss, and those beautiful, sincere radio commercials. Do you have those dull, logy feelings? Do you feel like you missed three hours sleep? Do you? Do you? <laughs> Why don't you go back to bed? <laughs> have you seen Dr. Clyde's new prismatic glasses? If you have, send them back. You can't see a darn thing without them. <laughs> have you tried Feigenbaum's sunshine irradiated vitamin D Mickey Finns? <laughs> Try a vitamin Mickey Finn before you leave the house. You'll go out smiling. <laughs> Feigenbaum, spell backwards. It's easier than spelling it frontwards. Of course, I miss those singing commercial jingles. Murray's nasal drops in the bottle. Try one, folks, and then you see what'll happen when you use Murray's bottle with the syringe on top. Do you, do you taunt in your sleep? Do you taunt in your sleep? 
If you do, eat one of Murphy's meatballs. No more tossing, no more insomnia. You just lay there dead. I miss those things, especially those daytime radio serials. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Hum and Tosh's Dunkable Donuts present the thrilling story of life can be lousy. The first word from our sponsor. Ladies, do you suffer from clean laundry? Do you use whole wheat yo-yos? Are you suffering from dandruff? Do your eyes bother you? Are you having trouble with your nose? Are your teeth bad? Then throw away your head. And now, and now for our story, Lizzie's other elbow. Or who put confetti in grandpa's spaghetti? We take you to the beautiful home of Lizzie Hagen-Lasha. Lisha, don't go away. In the suburbs of Cucumber Valley, Last week, we left Lizzie Hagenschlager with her sweetheart, Horace J. Hollibar. As we listen in today, we hear Lizzie speaking to Horace. Oh, Horace, will you marry me? He says, no, Liz, I cannot marry you. I cannot marry you. She says, oh, Horace, you must marry me or I shall die. I shall die. I shall die. Tune in the same program next week and come to Lizzie's funeral. <laughs> There never was a radio comedian that surpassed the humor of Fred Allen. His programs in the 30s and 40s have remained classics. You'll have to be much more than a teenager to remember his famous story of Christmas. Well, Portland, I'll... I'll have to leave you at the next corner. Am I boring you? No, but I have to go over to the opera house. We're putting on our Christmas play tonight. Is that the play about Santa Claus? Yes, you remember. Before the play starts, I make an announcement. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the workshop players revive a Christmas fable they first presented many Yules ago. Tonight, old Santa shows his claws in a modern tale called Santa Claus Goes on Strike, or Jingle Bells Shall Not Ring Tonight. Music, maestro. This is station LSMFT. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we now present the exciting crime program, Murder in the Mezzanine. We interrupt this exciting crime program, Murder in the Mezzanine, to bring you a special announcement. Special announcement. Santa Claus will not ride this Christmas. In a terse bulletin issued from his North Pole igloo today, Santa says, quote, I am on a sit-down strike. I refuse to ride this Christmas, unquote. Rumors flood the country. A report from Miami, Florida says, 200 families stop building chimneys on their cabanas. Do not expect Santa Claus. <laughs> At Rutland, Vermont, a little girl says, I wrote Santa Claus a letter airmail and got no answer. He ain't coming. <laughs> At Detroit, Michigan, a labor official says... Santa Claus better ride or the Teamsters Union will pull out every reindeer from here to Nomalette. <laughs> At Madison Square Garden, New York City, school children hold monster mass meeting. Tiny spokesman says... Santa Claus can't let us down. 200,000 American children have appointed me their spokesman. I'm off to see Santa Claus now. James, my jet scooter. 
Well, come in, little boy. What are you doing way up here at the North Pole? Is this Santa Claus Igloo? Yes, Sonny, I'm Mrs. Claus. Who are you? I'm Buddy Jones. Are you lost, Sonny? No, I'm here to see why Santa Claus refuses to ride this year. I'm glad you come, son. I've been arguing with the old Thumpet all week, and he refuses to budge. Where is Santa Claus now, Mrs. Claus? He's in the next room there, tuning his reindeer bells and sulking. Can I see Santa? Twas do you no good, son, but I'll get him for you. Hey, Santa! I ain't no use in coaxing, Ma. I ain't a going. <laughs> Come on out, stupid. You got company. <laughs> Who? I'm Buddy Jones, Santa Claus. Well, don't mean nothing to me, small fry. Is this awful rumor true, Santa Claus? Yep, I ain't riding, son. But this is Christmas Eve, Santa. Trees are lighted. Millions of trusting children have hung up their stockings. The world is waiting for you. Well, the world can wait. I ain't a-riding. But Santa... Ain't no use, Nipper. He's stubborn. No, I ain't. Not neither stubborn I'll now, my boy. <laughs> I'm just sick of being Santa Claus. The world don't appreciate nothing. Squabbling, striking, spying, warring. But you can't quit, Santa. You must have a reason. I got plenty of reasons, Sprout. As spokesman... For 200,000 kitties, I demand a statement. Well, what is it you want to know, Shaver? Why won't you ride tonight, Santa Claus? Well, Sonny, I'll tell you. Come here, sit down here on my lap. Son, I've been Santa Claus in it ever since the world began. My intentions has been good, but my reward has been nothing but heartaches and misery. The first trouble I had was way back in ancient Rome. It was Christmas Eve in the court of Nero. The emperor was playing a violin concerto. Sounds lucky if you dare to give Nero the peasant. We want a hockey Estonian. Your majesty is courteous. Courteous, you rebel. Scoff at my pizzicato. Your music will never get Rome hottiest. Yeah, and you know, you're a Nicky. Get hottiest, you dog. <laughs> Be gone, hypocrite. Yeah. Ah, your father's toga. Thank you, how do you say, those swine? I'll show them. What in what tumbles out of me chimney? Merry Christmas, Hero. Merry Christmas. Who art thou, Lumpkin, the chimney sweep? I'm Santa Claus, Nero, bearing Christmas gifts for your majesty. Ultimus Nauseam, what is it? Another basket of figs from the Rome Kiwanis Club? <laughs> oh, my gift is a trinket rare, Nero. So rare it hasn't even been invented yet. Here. Uh, Gramercy Loud, what is this tiny golden box? It's a cigarette lighter, Nero. Turn that little wheel. Bob's blood, it's flame. Merry Christmas, Nero. It's flame. Rome has scoffed at Nero. Ha, <laughs> ha. Nero will have his revenge! Hey, watch that lighter, Nero. You're setting fire to them draperies. I can't make Rome hot with my music, eh? I'll make Rome hot another way. Revenge! Look revenge! out, Nero! <laughs> fire! Fire! So you see, son, if it wasn't for Santa Claus, Rome wouldn't have burned that time. That was too bad, Sam. See, there I was trying to spread good cheer, and what did I get? The first hot foot in history. <laughs> but that was 2,000 years ago, Santa Claus. 
You shouldn't hold a grudge that long. Well, Nero was just a prologue to my trouble, son. A few centuries later, I set out to bring a present to Napoleon and Josephine. I'll never forget that Christmas, son. Josephine was sitting on her cheesy Davenport. Napoleon <laughs> opened the door. Oh, 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 voila! I am the two on the way to Waterloo, especially to say au revoir. Oh, mon lover, mon nappy, weapon. Un moment, and your nappy is away. C'est la guerre. I will be faithful. Bien. If quelqu'un man dare to pay court to my Josephine, I will kill him. Touche. Your petit Josephine has no other boyfriend, nappy. You swear. Eh bien. <laughs> mon big beefy one. <laughs> I have a farewell present for you. I will it fetch you with you. Eh bien, oh, mademoiselle, from many places. <laughs> Who goes there? Who is coming through the fireplace? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Sacré bleu. You have come to woo my Josephine, Gigolo Wolf. Hold on. Put down that trench. Ah, now. voilà, cochon, take this. Oh. And this. And this. Oh. And this. Oh. And this. Oh. And this. Oh. Hey. Bien ridden. Ah. Voila, your little Josephine returns, Nappy. Oh, with the mistletoe, you sly pussycat. Oui. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot it is Christmas Eve. What can be keeping Santa Claus? Uh, Saint... Mon Dieu, you are expecting the chap in the red suit? Oui, Nappy. Don't you think Santa Claus will come? Not tonight, Josephine. <laughs> yes. Yes, Sonny, Napoleon, give me a concussion that Christmas. <laughs> Running out of the castle, I fell in a moat. My ermine got wet and come to life. My, <laughs> my collar and one cuff got away. But you can't stay mad at the world because years ago one crazy Frenchman mussed you up, Santa Claus. Well, things has happened since, Sonny. Another Christmas, I got a raw deal in a suburb of England. It was called the American Colonies. I dropped in at the house of a jockey named Paul Revere. Well, the cottage had no chimney, so I peeked in at the window. Mrs. Revere was carving a Christmas turkey. Paul come a-gimping into the room. Christmas dinner ready, Abby? Yes, Paul. Pull up a chair. No, no. Oh, no. Set my plate on the mantelpiece. <laughs> Can't you set down yet, Paul Revere? That ride was last April. Through every Middlesex village and farm ain't once around Central Park, Effie. <laughs> well, you ought to try and set down for Christmas, Paul. It'd be a nice present for your spy. Who's that? Might be a British spy, Paul. Send me my gun, Effie. Who's there? We got Tory. Merry Christmas, Paul Revere. It's me, Santa Claus. So what? I've got your Christmas present, Paul. It's a cushion stuffed with fuzz from Delaware peaches. For me to sit on? You bet. Don't let him in. I ain't sat down for eight months, Effie. That fuzz sounds mighty tempting. Might be some enemy trick, Paul. No, I'm Santa Claus. Honest Indian, Mrs. Revere. Open up. I got my gun, Effie. I'll open the door a crack. Merry Oh, look at his suit. A red coat. Take this. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Well, son, when I got back to my sleigh and sat down, I was mighty glad I still had that cushion full of Delaware peach fuzz. <laughs> you see, son, the world's given old Santa plenty of trouble. He sure has done you dirt. Yep. 
But nobody dare abuse Santa Claus today. Oh, there's where you're wrong, Sonny. Only last week I was previewing a visit in a place called New York. I was flying over some big building. They called it Radio City. Well, I come down the air conditioning into some office. I was just going to wish the man a Merry Christmas when he yelled... Well, what do you want, Whiskers? Whiskers, I'm Santa Claus. We ain't auditioning today. Wait a whole... I ain't trying to get into radio. I'm a mythical character. Being a friend of Duffy of Duffy's Tavern won't help you. <laughs> Pick up your bag and beat it. Well, hold on. You heard of Santa Claus, ain't you? Yeah, you're a has-been, Santa Claus. A has-been? Radio's doing everything you used to do and doing it better. But I fly through the air. So does radio. I come down chimneys. Radio comes down the antennas. I give things away. For how many box stops? <laughs> I give things away for nothing. So does radio. Radio does, eh? Dr. IQ gives away candy. Break the Bank gives away money. Art Linkletter gives away refrigerators. Ralph Edwards gives away anything you can lift. Well, hold on. <laughs> hold on, son. There's one thing I've been spreading that radio ain't giving away. Oh, yeah? What's that? Good cheer. Santa Claus makes life brighter. Radio is doing that same stuff on a program every day. What program? Life can be beautiful. <laughs> Well, I was finally thrown out of Radio City, son. Folks don't need Santa Claus no more. Radio's giving them everything. Gee, Santa, you've certainly had a lot of trouble. Well, that's why my spirit's broken, Sonny. You see, being Santa Claus is just a pain in one century after the other. I'm giving the world back to Rand and McNally. I'm sure. <laughs> Have no toys. Oh, Santa ain't a moving, son. This is one Christmas I'm, uh, I'm going to enjoy in peace. Uh, what's that clock striking? It's 12 o'clock. Midnight, eh? Well. <laughs> it's Christmas Day, Santa Claus. Hey, uh, don't mean nothing to me. I'm taking it easy. I'm staying right here. Won't you change your mind, Santa? I ain't getting kicked around again this Christmas. Shucks. Hush your crying, son. Hey, Ma. Yes, Santa. Where's my mittens, my bag, my reindeer, my sleigh? Santa, you ain't a going. Yep, I'm a going, Ma. Honest Santa Claus. Yep, son, I changed my mind. Oh, thank you, Santa. Christmas ain't Christmas without Santa Claus. I'm giving the world one more chance. Can I have a statement for all the kiddies, Santa? You bet you can, Sonny. Just say, it's Merry Christmas. <laughs> Hi, old Dunder. Hi, old Blitzen. Well, that wraps up our second program from the studios of the Far East Network here in Tokyo. Next week, we'll be back with more great moments from the FEN radio library, including Red Skelton, Eddie Cantor, and the comedy team of Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. This is Frank Brzee at FEN in Tokyo for the golden days of radio. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service.